This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. Remember back to the days when the main ways you got to hear about information was through television, radio, the newspaper, and maybe a magazine here and there. Well, today we're going to be talking about the impact of technology on communication. So in today's world, we have moved far beyond TV on our TV sets. We've now got TV on the internet. We've got TV 24-7. We can get TV on demand. We can call up shows we want to call up. You can record things, listen to them when you feel like it. And news is coming through so many different media as well, not just necessarily the newspaper. And even the radio has changed. I can remember when I stayed in a hotel, there was always a radio in every room. And now The number of hotels that have radios, I can count on one hand or less because people have gotten rid of radios because people are carrying around their own devices to listen to whatever music they want to listen to. And there are services such as XM Radio, Sirius XM, so you're not necessarily even limited by local radio stations. Now, in my case, I miss some of those old-fashioned things as I travel to different cities. I love hearing the local flavor of what's on their radio station and what they're doing. But the point is, nowadays, we have so many more choices, so many more options so far as dialing into communication and information sources. And the upside is that we have more tools that we can access those tools at any time we choose. So they're more accessible in that sense. And we're not limited because if you don't like the set of messages on this side, you can choose messages on the other side and have a whole nother set over there. So those are some of the upsides. Now, at the same time that we have those upsides, there are also some downsides. One, the 24-7 access also means that we're being inundated 24-7 too. And so it's harder to take a break. I mean, back in the olden days, like if I think about the days when my father was growing up and there wasn't really electric lighting, once it got dark and there was no electricity, the day was over. There was nothing else to access. Nowadays, the day is never over. So you could be up 24 hours being bombarded with different communication messages. So there's much more burden on us individually to monitor how much information we let in and when we stop pursuing information and when we actually take a break and when we actually rest. Another potential downside is that many years ago, the primary way we accessed most people was face-to-face and direct And then secondarily, perhaps on the telephone, and that was still kind of voice-to-voice. In today's world, people don't always speak voice-to-voice as often. The communication may happen more through an email that's a little more remote, a text message. And as we're communicating in these written formats, sometimes something gets lost in the translation. 
And sometimes people can misperceive messages because they don't have access to all of the emotion behind it or perhaps some of the other cues that would let them know what you're really trying to say. So in this world where we have lots of technology and lots of options, there's an upside and there's a downside. One of the things that I think we have to be mindful of in today's workplace is that we don't lose our face-to-face skill. And one of the things that I'm seeing in workplaces today is that sometimes people are so accustomed to communicating in sound bites and communicating in text shorthand that they may forget how to have that longer conversation and get to the deeper level understanding that we know is so necessary. And we'll see two people with offices right next door to each other. And rather than just walk next door, they're sending an email or a text message. And although email and text messages are wonderful, when the person is next door to you, maybe that's not the best option. And so that's something we have to think about. Now, as you know, tools in and of themselves are neither good nor bad. Tools are just that. They are implements that we can use for our good, or if they're misused, then they can certainly be for our detriment. So what I want you to think about is all of the new technology tools that are available today. Perhaps as the leader of your organization, pull your team together and collectively do an audit of the tools that you are using in this new media bucket. And as you do the audit, maybe on one side of the whiteboard, and that's an old tool, you'll have a list of the pros for using these tools. And on the other side, you have a list of some barriers or some things that may be standing in the way. So for example, It could be extremely useful how your organization is using email, how your organization is using social media. In what ways is it helping you to connect with your customers more effectively, to add value, and begin to talk about that in a very strategic way. So this is a strategic kind of a meeting that you can have internally. At the same time, if people are wasting energy on social media and spending time there that's not really productive and it's not really helping you to become a best place to work or it's not helping you to have competitive advantage, identify what those behaviors are and collectively agree as a team which things you're going to want to reduce. So when you leave your strategic meeting, you should have a pretty good idea of how to leverage each tool for its effectiveness for you and your organization and your strategic objectives. So have fun doing that, taking your audit. And I'd love to hear how it goes. So keep me posted. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. For more information, please visit my website, transleadership.com.